0: Catch other episodes by subscribing to the Ballsy
1: Podcast on iTunes. We're also on social media. Just search Ballsy
2: Podcast on Facebook and Twitter, and you'll be notified of the latest episode. Don't
0: forget, it's Ballsy with a Z. Are you ready, sports fans? Ballsy starts now.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome into Ballsy, the Sports Day DFW Dallas Morning News Sports Podcast. I am Kevin Sherrington, joined in the studio by... Somebody named Evan Grant. And on the phone, we have our very own David Moore. David, how's it going?
2: I'm doing well, Kevin. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. Uh, I think I think the Cowboys are doing pretty well. Uh, last we saw them uh, out at Jerry World against the Eagles, they looked like a Super Bowl team. Uh, but, of course, as we know, the Cowboys are any and everything this year. Uh, so... How close are they to that team from going from here on out?
2: We don't know yet. I mean, I think you you can't look at the Eagles game without including the snapshot of what happened against the Jets eight days earlier in New York. And to make that loss to the Jets an even bigger indictment, uh, Look at how the Jets played and losing to the Patriots the next week, thirty-three-zero. Look how they looked this past week, losing again. Um, they lost to a team they should not have lost to, and you, you can't just you can't just take the high points of a season and say, "See, that's the team. That's what this team is." That's the Eagles game is representative of what of what the Cowboys believe they can become this season, but. They haven't shown the consistency to get there. Uh, I, I thought uh, Dak Prescott was, was very uh, accountable and upfront after the game when he was being lauded for uh, uh, his performance and how this team rose to the occasion with its back against the wall and all of this. And he said, well, yeah, that's nice, but we can't continually put ourselves in this position. We shouldn't have to be having these games uh you, we shouldn't have to be in this position to inspire us to play the way we believe we can play. Uh, we, we've got to you know have consistency to get to where we want to be. And, and that's what it is from this point forward. I, I don't think we'll know um, the significance of that Eagles game until we see how they play uh, against the Giants on Monday night and then see how they follow that up at home against Minnesota. Then I think you'll start to see uh, – then a pattern could emerge that you can point back to the Eagles game and say, well, see, uh, that that was the spark. Uh, that did get them going. But uh, we have no idea whether or not that's going to be the case yet.
1: David, you're such a negative guy because this is a team that went out and got Michael <laughs> Bennett, okay? Michael Bennett uh, has, has arrived, and and I'm, I'm predicting he'll make at least as much impact as his brother Marty B. made.
2: <laughs> well... That's Marty B in the early years or the uh, the, the late years with the Cowboys or, or which which phase of Marty B that we got?
1: Oh, you know, uh, Marty B turned out to be pretty good, uh, but not for the Cowboys. Oh, sure, um. no. And I think you know. It's, and just going back to that real briefly, I think that was an indictment of the Cowboys that they didn't get the most out of him. He was a little bit of a not a little bit of a character. He's a big character, um, but he was he had a lot of talent. And then of course, it was going to be hard for him to ever get any playing time behind Jason Witten. Uh, yeah. And that was the issue. But lots of teams use two tight ends. Evan. That's true. The Eagles get two pretty good tight ends. Evan.
0: That that's true, but it just wasn't part of the Cowboys' feature. I mean, I they involved the tight end more than a lot of teams did.
1: If you're going to draft a tight end that high, then you better have the idea that he's going to be a player that you're going to mix in and not just be a guy who you run him out there for six plays a game to replace Jason Witten when he's taking a breather.
0: Like, say, Gavin Escobar.
1: Yeah, Gavin Escobar. Yeah. They drafted him in the second round, yeah. They've made several mistakes yeah, with that tight ends. A
2: couple of times. Yeah, yeah they, they did not do – and look, Marty – you, you know, think- Marty B – has said after the fact, too, that he didn't handle uh, his time here uh, in the most positive way, that he could have handled it differently. And, and uh, you know, he, again, he, he likened it to being lost in the uh, uh, not being able to grow because he was in the shadow of wit. And, and I think that that's fair. But um, if he would have handled his job differently, I think they would have found a few more opportunities for him on the field with uh, Jason Witten, but that has nothing to do with his brother. No, it Michael doesn't. Bennett, who is now <laughs> but also a free and, spirit. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Very much. So, uh, the, these two guys, if you did not know they were brothers, you could, their behavior is, is really very similar. Uh, they're, they're, they're not cut out of the typical NFL mode, if you will. Uh, um, um, they're they're free thinkers. you know, Michael Bennett has said that he says a lot of things and and, and starts conversations as a way to provoke people toward uh, social change. Uh, there aren't a lot of people who acknowledge that that's what they do. Right. Uh, he is one of them. Um, we have seen uh, that this organization, Uh, does not really want to insert itself into some socially significant discussion points that are going on in our country right now. Uh, They prefer to go about their business differently. So, uh, look, certainly they've had this conversation with him. uh, And and, and there was a familiarity with him. I mean, he played for Chris Richard in Seattle. Uh, Certainly Richard, um, you know, lobbied for him or or, or certainly said, look, this guy – uh, will be an ideal fit here otherwise you wouldn't make this move but, you know but put all that aside for a second strictly from a talent standpoint, this makes perfect sense for Dallas. I mean this is a this is a team that's had inconsistent pressure up front. Um, you know you're seeing Demarcus Lawrence starting to come on and get some some numbers now in, in recent games. Robert Quinn's been outstanding, but what they haven't had is uh, they really haven't had the rest of the people in this line kind of step up and, and take advantage of the single uh, blocking that they're getting. And, and now suddenly you put Michael Bennett in the mix. Uh, you can rotate him in behind Lawrence or Quinn at end. You can rotate him in at that three-technique defensive tackle uh, with Malik Collins. And I, I think suddenly you know, one reason they've been blitzing linebacker Jalen Smith as much as they have is is that they haven't gotten the consistent pressure out of their front four that they want. I think two things here. With Michael Bennett in place now, one, you won't see Jalen Smith blitz as much. Two, when he does blitz, I think he can be even more effective because you're going to have pressure coming from, from different parts uh, of this defensive line rather than just the end.
1: Two things about Michael Bennett, and, 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 and in essence a little bit about Marty Beat as well. Uh they're not bad guys. Um people don't get along with them all the time, and certainly uh Michael has worn out his welcome in a lot of stops recently. He's played the next game he plays with the Cowboys will be his fourth team in twenty four games, which is a lot, obviously. But last year he had nine sacks for the Eagles, which is pretty phenomenal, uh, playing the positions that he plays. And 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 not playing a terrible lot of snaps. Um and and i think this is the kind of thing that could work very well for the cowboys um i think they're going to have to figure out if the if the uh, the locker room is a place that he can uh uh, that there's people in there that can absorb some of the things he says and does he's not as i said not a bad teammate The guys uh, always tend to like him he says what he thinks he's a little bit like josh hamilton uh doesn't mean doesn't mean ill, uh, but he says what he thinks, uh, and sometimes that gets him in trouble. Um, so, I, I think that was I do think it was a really good move, and it's certainly a low risk move. It's a seventh round draft pick that can become a sixth. You know, uh, I think this is the kind of thing that you need to do if you're trying to, to uh, make a, a move in the second half and get somewhere. And this is also I, I think uh, we we've wondered why is the Cowboys defense not as good as it was last year? And, you know, last year the defense carried the team. Uh, for the greater part of the season. Uh, this year it hasn't, it hasn't been bad, but it hasn't been nearly as good. Um, and and I think one of the reasons why is the defensive line has not played as well, has not tied up blockers, has allowed offensive linemen to get to the second level and get in the face of Leighton Van Esch and Jalen Smith and, and kept them from making plays. I think what we saw in that Eagles game, they did a better job of controlling the line of scrimmage, and we also saw Sean Lee have – what was clearly his best game in maybe I don't know two years uh, uh, and, and he was he was a dominant player in that game I don't know how much of that had to do with he was feeling really good and uh, uh, and just had everything going his way or there were things that were happening in the, in the defensive line that allowed him to make those plays but I, I wonder uh, if, uh, for the Giants game is Leighton Van Der Esch supposed to be back uh
2: yeah we'll tell more uh the here they'll do a a small practice here later today Uh, they really don't get back to the heart of their practice schedule till thursday Um, but all indications are that he'll work his way back into practice this week and there there at least there wasn't much if any initial concern about his ability uh, to play in the giants game in fact he was saying after the eagles game um, that he felt he could have come back in, but they, they decided not to let him go back in, but he was saying he felt good enough where, uh, he could have gone out and played later in, later in that game.
1: What was the diagnosis on that, by the way?
2: Um, I think it was just a, uh, um, it was just a, a, a bruise. Uh,
1: um, was it like a stinger? So
2: I, yeah. Yeah. Uh. So uh, a minor one you know, uh-huh. if you can have a minor one. Of course, minor ones are
1: always those that happen to Somebody else. else that's yeah. right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm always loath to say that kind of thing about anybody on the on sporting field. Um, uh, so we, we have seen we saw in that game uh, uh, the Cowboys play really well on both sides of the ball. I, I, I'm like you. I look at that Eagles game as this is who they can be. This is their potential. You know, when they when everything is going right, this is who they are, uh, and then when everything's going wrong, that's the Jets game. Uh, and when they're not, but I, but I feel like, and let me see if you agree with this, David. I I believe they have the talent to play that well. I don't think that's a fluke when they play the, as they did against the Eagles. I think that uh, they more often than not uh, they have struggled uh, from a scheme standpoint about what they decide to do. They they get conservative. They 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 draw in. They say, "Oh, now we can't do this now, and we can't be as uh, uh, creative as we were in our first three games because we get behind, you know, and, uh, uh, and and the other team's not allowing us to do some of the things we want to do." Um, and I think that that's uh, um, I think that's problematic for me for watching this team. This team has to to it has too many weapons now. It can do too many things when it when it's healthy when they have both of their offenses. Of linemen for example Lyle Collins the right tackle who they just signed to a contract I, I read somewhere I guess pro football focus said he is the highest graded tackle in football at this point in the year is that not correct
2: he's been he's been outstanding yeah he, he did miss the one game but he's actually been grading out at a level comparable to or, or, or higher than uh, Tyron Smith so far in the season
1: yeah so that's just kind of just another example of the kind of talent they have out there and what they can do. Uh there's there's no reason for them not to be uh to 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 not you know, I think at some point if you look at the rest of their schedule, certainly the the Patriots game, you know, playing in Foxboro, that's going to be really difficult uh to win that game. Uh I think the Cowboys would have to be considered a, a good possibility they could win any of the rest of their games. Uh even they 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 would have a shot to beat the Patriots. I'm not saying they will do that. I'm I'm picking them to go six and three the rest of the way, but I think that they have the capability of winning any of those games. Do you do you agree or disagree with that?
2: Oh no, I, and I think uh, you know you saw it last year when they were on the on the precipice, and you thought they were uh, had already played them, way their way out of it. Uh, they they put together a streak. Uh, I I think they're certainly capable of that because. I thought they were capable capable of it to to start this season, and, and they squandered that away. Um, you know, I, I think the next step for them though is they're going to have to. They, they've been a pretty good team on the road in recent years. Uh, they have not looked good on particularly good on the road this year. No. Uh, you know, you lose to the Jets. Uh, you New Orleans lose on the road in New Orleans, where you don't allow a touchdown. Um, you know, they, they need to. The next step with them, I think, is they need to uh, re- respond here on the road. Um, and 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 I agree with you. I think most of their you – know, some games that you looked at earlier in the year and you said, wow, that's going to be difficult to win, like in Chicago. That game has a different look to it now than it did when the season started, given the Bears' struggles. Um, you know, they face um, – Sure, they face the Eagles on the road, but they've actually been pretty good in Philadelphia through the years. Yeah. Um, In in, in recent years, which is what matters. Um, You know, they they get the Rams at home. They get Minnesota at home. Uh, They get Buffalo at home. So so some of their teams left on the schedule uh, that have the best records at the moment, they get to face at home. So, um, yeah, even though their schedule gets more difficult here, uh, I don't think it's particularly onerous, and, and if this is the team that they think they are, and, and the team they, they want to be, uh, they, they, they should win the majority of these games. It's going to be to what level? Now, now what I, I do think what you have now that maybe you didn't have in place last year is um, you look up, uh, the Cowboys look up now in this bye week, and they see that six teams in the NFC have a better record. Uh, three of them have already won seven games. So, I think they've put themselves in this position with this losing streak where they're going to look up at the end of the season and go, well, you know what, we're going to have to run this gauntlet uh, and be on the road from the second round on because of that Jets loss. Um, but uh, first they have to get there in a position to do that. But I think that's where um, what we've seen these uh, in that three-week stretch and that 21-day stretch where they lost three games that's where they're going to look back and go you know what this is where we made it more difficult on ourselves now we're not going to get any home games uh, beyond the, the wild card round and we're gonna to have to play in the wild card round
1: yeah that that is that is a problem and and uh, they, they've kind of made this and they certainly have made it for themselves and that that's that's my point about this team and I think this is the indictment of Jason Garrett uh, you you've got the talent to win uh, and to, and to do uh, what you want to do, and what you what you should be able to do this year, and I think it just firms up the case that if they don't advance, uh, and, and I think, and I think, and you have said the same thing, if they don't advance to the NFC title game, then uh, then then Jason will, will be fired. Uh, I, I just think that there are too many things going in this team's favor. There's just too much talent on it, uh, and and they're producing. You know that that's the thing. You know they're they they lead the league in uh, in a, a, uh, yards per game uh, this year, and they and they are eighth in total defense. So they, they've got two top 10 units uh, here. There are only four teams in the league uh, that are top 10 in both categories, uh, and all four of those are good teams. Uh, I think those are sometimes we can say these numbers don't mean a lot. I think in this case they do. Uh, and I think that there are, you know, the, the 49ers are certainly a surprise team this year. They've been very good. Who would have thought they'd be this good?
0: Uh, i was looking at the 49ers
1: yes sir go ahead um
0: and uh
1: you know bill walsh is no longer the coach right yes i'm aware of that uh, but
0: right. of, of their I, i'm looking at their remaining schedule they've still got two games against seattle both games against seattle to play. right and they've seattle's playing an, very well this year they've got another game against the rams this one is in uh palo alto mm-hmm. uh they go to new orleans and they've also got green bay they have and 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 they've got a road game against the Ravens. So that's a much tougher schedule than the Cowboys. It's a yeah. far tougher schedule, and, and I, I could see. You know, I could see. Jeez, I, I mean, we look at that schedule. They've got uh, nine games left, right? They've got nine. They're seven and zero. They've got yeah. nine games left. I could see them going four and five, and in that's in that, in that series in that stretch. Could be. And I, I'm not – I don't think the Cowboys are – you've got the Cowboys at the 10 And 11 Yeah. You've got the Cowboys at 10-6
1: I'm saying 10-6 is a worst-case scenario for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it's just hard for me to say that I can look at the rest of the schedule and say they would go – I mean, I I, know, I I
0: guess my question is this. I I think the Saints are going to be one of the two teams with a bye. Yeah. Yeah. Who do we assume is going to be the other? Uh, do, you know, right now it would seem that the Niners have – have or, the, the driver's or the Packers. Seat. But they've got a tough schedule. The Packers, the Packers probably have the easier route. They've probably got the easier route. Um, and that,
1: and frankly, I think that's the worst team the Cowboys can play. I just think they have a problem, a real problem with Aaron Rodgers.
0: Well, especially now if they've got to go to Green Bay and do it. Yeah, that,
1: that, would, that would be really hard. For I mean, Cowboys. that's the thing. I
0: mean, you're going to have to beat Green Bay or New Orleans, two teams that you have lost to in the last month to advance it's you're gonna to have to be one of those two teams to advance the nfc championship i think is what you're going to have to do
1: i think the cowboys would much rather play new orleans they, they beat new orleans last year they lost by two points this year uh at their place new orleans granted, was, without Brees, correct but it's still a very good team that's a really good defense and I'm not saying that's a cakewalk. I mean, the Saints are really good. No. And that's kind of my point about the schedule. You know, it's, it's ranked uh, ESPN's power index as it's the 13th toughest. So it's, it's a middle, middle of, the, of the road here of, of what everybody else has left. Uh, but the thing is, is that who will the Cowboys play they are as good as the Saints and the Packers? Only the Patriots. Only the Patriots. And, and, the, and the Vikings The, the Rams have the possibility. Of yeah, well, they do, and, and, and the Vikings have yeah. the possibility of it. But you get both of those games at home. Right. So I, I just think that, uh, yeah, the, 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 this is the tougher part of their schedule, but it is not a, a really bad schedule. It is not like, oh, my gosh. It's not like the schedule you just laid out. I, I'd much minutes. rather
0: have the Cowboys' schedule with, you know, they've got I, I, playing in the East, and with the number of teams they've still got left to play in yeah. that weak division, yeah. I'd rather have the Cowboys' schedule than any of the teams that are playing outside of, of, of the NFC East. Yeah, so, the NFC
1: West is really tough.
0: Yes.
2: Yeah, and and, and what were we saying at this point last season? We were saying, well, look, uh, the Cowboys have no shot at a wild card. They're going to have to win the division. Uh, Philadelphia looks like a luck for winning the division. So this looks tough. But whatever happens, only one team is going to come out of the NFC East because all the other conferences in the NFC are better. They're just too far behind. And then you look up at the end, and with two weeks left, the Cowboys clinch the division and the Eagles get in. So, you know, so it's going to change the the potential for it to change dramatically uh, here in these last
0: nine games. And the one one thing I just wanted to add is, you know, we spent the first part of this podcast, before we let you go, we spent the first part of this podcast, again, Kevin, with you asking David, the same thing we've asked David, really, I think, each of the last five weeks. Marty B questions? No, who is this team, right? (laughs) Who is this team? Yeah. And David continues to respond, well, we don't know yet, we don't know yet. Yeah. And I, I contend that the, you know the statement you've made since preseason and, and the answer that David gives every week is, is your actual formula because you're not going to know who this team is until and if – they get to the NFC championship because anything less yeah. is an underachievement at this point.
1: Yeah, I think it is. I think if you look around the rest of the league, um there are, there are no question some good teams, really good teams. The the I think it's what it's, what we're seeing now is that the really good teams are the Saints, the Packers, the 49ers. Uh, the Rams are are right there. uh, And the Seahawks are up there. And the Seahawks, you're right. Seattle's another one. And they're right out there in the Cowboys.
0: And, again, I'm not so sure I'm buying the Seahawks or the 49ers. I I, I think that they have benefited um, from playing uh, a fairly weak schedule uh, to this point, and I think their schedules overall are a little bit weaker than 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 some of the other teams.
1: I think you'd have to give, put them in the same field as the Cowboys at this point. Cowboys haven't really played a lot either, now they have played the, the, the Packers and the and the Saints. The
0: difference for me being this that they're playing the NFC, they're playing the AFC North, yeah. uh, non-conference, and you know, so they. I mean, yeah. Look, the Seahawks have already played Cincinnati. They've already played Pittsburgh. They've already played Cleveland. They've, yeah. um and and they lost by two touchdowns to to the one team that's good in the NFC North, Baltimore. Yeah, so, um, I, I I'm not so sure I'm <laughs> buying those teams in the NFC West as much as I as much as I do. I think the Rams have the ability to come on. I don't know that the that the Niners and the um, and the Seahawks have the ability to maintain it, but. The, the bottom line is the Cowboys are, compared to those clubs and, and having to get ahead of one of them to secure that first-round buy, they've got a real uphill battle. Yes, they do. David, you got to go. And real
2: quickly, yeah, i got, I got to drop off here, but real quickly, another one that kind of just feeds into what we're talking about here too is if you look at, if you look at net scoring in the league, and I don't have it in front of me, but I think only three, four teams, rank ahead of the Cowboys right now and, and that's that's also a fairly good gauge of what you can be in scoring uh, David uh, that is that, due that, due scoring, difference.
0: Yeah. scoring difference yeah scoring yeah.
2: differential run,
0: differ- yeah, scoring run difference. differential yeah 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 because uh, they're, they're
2: they're they're among the top five teams in the league so I think that speaks to their potential but their record speaks to their inconsistency mm-hmm. yes absolutely well
1: put
0: absolutely
2: thank you David I had to get one well put thing in there since I I
0: had
1: none in the previous twenty five minutes.
0: <laughs> you you've you've had a lot of well put statements. We're, I just Kevin was on a roll and we just had to kind of let weird him We're
1: tough graders here. Come on. <laughs> See you guys later. All right, yeah, There sure. goes David. Uh, yeah, that that difference that he's talking about. I, I was when I looked that up, uh, I didn't see what they've got they, a
0: sixty-six point difference. Um, yeah, well,
1: they're 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 averaging twenty-seven points a game. They're giving up twenty.
0: I mean, the nine the Niners are ridiculous. They've got a hundred and thirty-point difference. Um, the Packers but, have a fifty-plus point difference. The Vikings have a big difference. Um, the Saints only have a 40-point difference. Well, but they, the Saints are also, you know, they, their they, offense has not been nearly as explosive as we expected no. to be. So
1: that, that's the thing about the 49ers, that is really good. Now, I, I wonder the defense it, yeah. is the defense. You know, their defense is getting up 100 fewer points than the Cowboys right. have. So, that's, that's quite a difference. Uh, so, they're, they are the real thing defensively. I don't know how good they are offensively. Right. You know, you can, you can criticize Dak Prescott all you want. I'd take him over Jimmy Garoppolo.
0: Right right,
1: so uh I think that this uh, this team uh it certainly sits uh in a place where it is good enough. I think that is the point people when I write a column like I wrote today i I get feedback from readers to say oh you're such a you're such a Pollyanna or you're such a you know you're so no, you're, naive you get, about this you kind get of stuff.
0: you get this you either get you're such a Pollyanna or why are you so hard on the Cowboys? Because yeah. there's no in-between. No, there's no in-between. Nobody ever says, you know what, you're a well-reasoned human being. Yeah. The the point to me is, is that – Points that I both agree and disagree with, but well stated, Kevin. Nobody ever says that. No. Well, the, the The point is is that
1: this team has – the the reason I have been – uh have picked the, the Cowboys to do well the last two years, and I think that, that bore itself out pretty well last year, uh, what they did, uh, getting to the second round of the playoffs, is that – this team has talent. There's a lot of talent on this team. There's no doubt. And people want to say, "Oh, they won't win because of Jerry Jones." You it's know, not.
0: You? It's not because of Jerry Jones. And and I'm That's I, so I don't want to sit here and and hold back this team. But I I you know my my biggest concern, and it's not like I'm stepping out on a limb here. My biggest concern with Jason Garrett all along has not been. I don't care about the robo coach or any of that stuff right. that that people want to talk about because it's clear his players really do like him. Yeah. But I do feel like offensively the scheme too often skews towards caution. Yes. And Always. that I think there's a there's a relative level of contentedness that, hey, we'll let this come down to the last possession. Yeah. And I feel like if you do that and you don't step on people's throats when you have the opportunity, you're you you, you know, you lose games that you shouldn't lose. And I think that's what we've seen from the Cowboys really year in and year out.
1: I think, yeah, I agree, and that that's the thing. one of the stats that you see is that the cowboys on first down, and I don't have it in front of me uh but you should be at least fifty fifty on first down, and I think the cowboys are 60 right. forty rush and 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 that's too much. you know everybody else in the league is 60 forty the other way right and uh and people should be able to they shouldn't be able to guess what you're going to do on first down.
0: Did, did you hurt your funny bone? Well, my elbow's been bothering me.
1: What could that be here? Could I have a little uh, am I gonna need uh, Tommy John
0: here? No, I think that would uh, probably given oh, your boy, age, I think hurts. you have bursitis. Bursitis, really? Yeah, is uh-huh. that what that
1: is? Oh it doesn't feel swollen, it just hurts. It really hurts. Man. All right, let's get out of here. So we can move on with our next ones. This has been a fun cowboys discussion. Except for that part where you were rustling around the newspaper. I felt like I was in the I felt like I was in there with Norm Hitzkiss.
0: First of all, let me say this. That somebody anybody is rustling around a newspaper ought to give your heart a little tug (laughs) a little jump yes yeah uh not too much of a jump given your conditions and everything so somebody
1: told me once that 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 he that the guy that throws his paper actually asked him to cancel it so he wouldn't have to he wouldn't have to drive down that street anymore to throw it is that right yeah how about that? I, How about I, I, that?
0: Here's—I'm just going to say this. This is going to be my grumpy middle-aged man statement today. But you know, the the way apparently to reach millennials now is with is with newsletters, yeah, right? You know, right. which are compendiums of interesting stories from around the world, right? We have that. <laughs> It's called a newspaper. <laughs> we're trying to we're trying to show people you know, we're trying
1: to fool them and say, "Look at this, don't look over here. Don't look at this I, hand. Look at this." I, hand. I I
0: don't get and I've I've the last few days, not last few days, last couple of weeks, I've I've really just and and I don't get the chance to read the paper, the, the physical paper. If I need to read something online, usually I read that in the morning and but at, at night now I'm getting a chance to spend more time with the physical newspaper and I just enjoy it.
1: Yeah, I do too. Still, I but you know, uh, listen. I all day long, all I do is look on my phone and updates of things. Yeah, I know, and it's great, and it is it is certainly great. And I
0: read more on my phone than I ever have before. But, but, I still... but the,
1: the, the difference is that on your newspaper, in your newspaper, you find things you never would have found right. online. I'm telling you, stuff you would never have found online, and that because it's just right there in front of me. Because it would have required six clicks for you to get to where you got when you just turned a page.
0: Right. And you can just ignore the ads that are in the newspaper. Yes, you can. Um, We didn't really mean that. We're not
1: ignoring any ads. We love ads. More ads. Okay.
0: We'd like to have actual pop-up ads in the newspaper. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. That would add some surprise. Bye, Evan. Thanks
2: for listening to the Cowboys Ballsy
0: Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our weekly episodes on iTunes. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter, too.
1: Just search the Ballsy with a Z podcast.
2: Until next time, sports fans,
1: we'll see you.